With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everyone, how you doing? This is Ed Larson with The Brighter Side, a cynics look at optimism, and joining me as always, Miss Amber Nelson. How you doing, darling? I am doing so fantastic. I had a wonderful day, started mm-hmm. by a great breakfast. What'd you have for breakfast? I had Greek yogurt with blueberries and fresh, raw California honey. Absolutely. Well, that sounds delicious. I had one banana and coffee. Oh, that's a shitstorm right there. Oh, man. I mean, that's why I do it. <laughs> Listen, so... Uh, today we're going to be uh, getting into some heavy stuff. Uh, we I was talking to Amber. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? First show back in the new year. Back mm. in Hollywood, baby. Mm. And she says, I want to talk about rape in the military. Really light Actually, topic. Actually, no. You you said, have we talked about rape in the military yet? And in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, you kind of would have remembered that, you'd think. Yeah. And so, no, we haven't. And we'll bring it up later. And I got, while I was on vacation in uh, New York, I got a lovely note from the, the beautiful Holden McNeely. I can't believe I called him beautiful. He is beautiful. Ugh. In the world of centaurs, he's beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. For uh, for a slug, he's very pretty. <laughs> for you know, uh, but uh, he he made a note that on our sadder episodes, they're just sad, and we are oh. a comedy podcast. Yeah, and I, I wanted to take that note to uh, to to heart, knowing that this wasn't going to be a happy-go-lucky podcast. No. So before we got started, I figured it'd be nice. If we just did, if I did, if I wrote like a fun little bit. Yeah. Fun little, we've never done this before. Do a little jig try, in the beginning. Try a little something. And so in honor of award season, I, I'm going to nominate, I have four nominations for four new categories that I think the Oscars or the Globes should have. And uh, we're and I'm going to make the nominations this week. And next week, we'll have our winners. Yay. How's that sound? Wonderful. All right. Okay, so we uh, the four categories we're going to have are the, the least of offensive person in Hollywood, the best actor pretending to be an animal, best award for uh, the award for the worst movie of the mo- worst movie idea this year. You know what? I'm going to go on last year, but I'm going to say this. There's this movie called Monkey King. It sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs> There's maybe five minutes of the Monkey King in there. What? Yes. It is I would have been furious. So mad. I got so mad. At it. I would have been so mad. I would have taken my doo-doo and thrown it right at the TV. Like a monkey would. Yes. You say, where my banana? Where my banana? It's a journey about a man discovering himself. <laughs> and he he meets the Monkey King at the very end. Was the king at least a monkey? Yeah. All right. Well, but least, it was five minutes of it. That's, that is aggravating. It Don't is very... call it the Monkey King. No. Call it self-discovery. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, a journey through the jungle. Yeah, with uh, you know, at the end there might be a monkey, and uh, also <laughs> and also the most forgettable movie of 2018. So here are the nominees for most forgettable movie of 2018. Oh, and I'm going to give the description, and then maybe you could guess what it is. Wonderful. All right, uh, a comic book movie based about bugs. Ugh, uh, Spider Boy. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. Very forgettable film. Mm -hmm. Uh, That movie I saw on an airplane that I think had Tom Cruise in it, but I'm not totally sure. Fahrenheit Flight, Where They All Die. 
Mission Impossible Fallout. Very close. Amber does not watch movies, by the way, so this is very fun for me. A horror movie where you can't make any noise, which actually just sounds like a really relaxing place to be. Hush, bitch. <laughs> there is a movie called Hush about a woman who, who gets tortured. You I should like watch it. it. It's I a like great movie. Oh, we watched it together, I yeah. think. Uh, but I was talking about The Quiet Place. Mm. Uh, all right, that Denzel Washington sequel to a movie no one even knew existed in the first place. Ooh, the ship that sailed into nothing. Two. Uh, the Equalizer 2. Oh. Yes, and uh, that movie about a children's game where grown-up men just touch each other way too much. Oh, pedophiles placed pickup sticks. Tag. Oh, great. That one wasn't greenlit this year. All right. All right. <laughs> and here are the nominees for uh, least offensive person in Hollywood. Tom Hanks. Mm. Julia Roberts. The lighting designer of Paddington 2. Mary Poppins. And 50 Cent. Oh, 50 Cent is a very gentlemanly man on Twitter. I mean, Is he? he? Well, he he does call people sons of bitches occasionally, but you gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. So think about you know think about who who you gonna vote for, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll see about who wins next week. This okay. is very important. Uh, best actor pretending to be an animal. All right, Ooh. Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow, oh. Jim Cummings, Winnie the Pooh, tough last name, <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, Oprah Winfrey, Black Cougar, Clint Eastwood as a mule. Oh, yes. I saw the mule. You saw the mule. I saw the mule with Did my family. Did you like it? You know, there were some scenes I in there. I saw it too. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. There's yeah. some scenes that weren't necessary. Like whenever I mean, it's a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the dykes on bike scenes. And he's like, ha ha, dykes on bike. He's just like wanted this. You put that scene in the movie as like an excuse to say the word dyke. That's it. That's the only reason that, movie, that scene was in the movie. You never saw them again. And you know what? I want to see the movie called Dykes on Bikes. Yes. I mean, I, I mean I'm sure it's... A Clint Eastwood phone call away. <laughs> I the mule. I was expecting it to be much worse. Yeah. Judging by his other movie he made this year, fifteen seventeen, The Paris, which is a goddamn nightmare. Oh. Um, but uh, the I will say the uh, that the mule uh, I thought was just going to be a uh, just a, a pro wall movie. Mm. But you know, it's a, it sounded was like a, it was almost endearing at times. Yeah, I mean, he did look like a tumbleweed that was about to fall over. He was driving this big car. He's dying, and he shouldn't be allowed to make movies anymore, no. for sure. And it definitely is propaganda film mm-hmm. know, against mm-hmm. the drug trade. But you know what you gotta do. All right, <laughs> and um, the the final and the final category is uh, uh, the award for worst movie idea of the year: mm. Aquaman. Which is a story about a superhero for fish. People didn't like that movie. And you know what? It must have been bad because he's a gorgeous man with his shirt off, underwater fighting spirits. He hasn't made anything good except for Game of Thrones. Mm, And some babies. Has he made babies? Oh, that's right. With Lisa Bonet. Yeah. That's great. Beautiful babies. I'm sure they're wonderful. Uh, But I'm still going to go see the movie. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, a a story about saving dinosaurs killed by a lot of people so they can make those dinosaurs coexist with humans and then enter them into the military. Mm. Uh, 1517 The Paris, bring back from the other one, a movie about three heroes that stopped a terrorist attack on a Paris-bound train. The whole incident was less than four minutes long, and the actual heroes played themselves, directed by Mule Eastwood. Oh. Yes, and uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, the sequel to a movie based off of ABBA songs. I hate ABBA. You and, hate ABBA? Yes, I hate ABBA. They're a lot of fun. You know, they're... Yeah, they're fun. I can't even get through one side of like ABBA's greatest hits on vinyl. Really? Much less a sequel to ABBA. Oh, what's what's some of those songs? Um, Who gives a shit? <laughs> I think, and then I also like that song "Fuck Yourself." That ABBA's very talented. They're all Swedish and smiling. And <laughs> is that what their problem is? Yeah, you don't oh. like Swedes. I like Swedes. They're beautiful. Mm. And Rampage, the rock teams up with a giant white gorilla to save the world from a dog and an alligator. Oh, I did like I that I say movie. just let the dog fight the alligator. So tune in next week to find out who wins the Brighter Side Academy Awards. Love it. All right, now things are going to get upset. What were you going to say, Amber? Well, since we're being funny... Knock, knock. Who's there? Rape in the military. Oh, that's right. I can't believe you knocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're going to talk about uh, today about life in the military. And there are uh, two aspects that we're really going to shine a light on. 
And uh, the first one is sexual assault in the military, just so we don't have to say the word rape a bunch of times. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. Well. And um, and uh, so sexual assault in the military is uh, a major issue. And then uh, later on, we're going to be talking about uh, the suicide rate amongst veterans, mm. which is a lot very alarming. But um, since this is your thing that you really wanted to go into, I mean, I'll I'll lead you into it. But uh, I did uh, some light research on sexual assault in the military which when I was like because when you said it, I'm like well I don't think there is a brighter side no and then I thought a little deeper and I'm like well it's getting better and then I looked into it and it's actually not getting, getting better no. um the DOD released their annual report and in 2017 it increased well by 10 percent here's the brighter side of that is because people because it used to be like a, a much much lower but you know it was much higher women just weren't coming out about it. Yes. Now they're coming out. So the brighter side, I guess, of this horrible thing is that mm-hmm. they're coming out and they're going to the supervisors, they're going to their uh, people in the military and saying, like, I was raped. Yeah. And, they're, and they're, like, forcing an investigation on it. A lot of the uh, statistics that I was able to find are, like, more than half a decade old. And yeah. uh, it also, um, if you wanted to go back, if you're listening to this, uh, you could check out, there's a wonderful documentary called The Invisible War. Um, it is. Uh, it, it's very intense. It's very. Uh, it's, it's very uh, just upsetting, and it, it reveals the the hard truths of uh, of this. And uh, here are just some straight up facts. Uh, it's more common for a woman to be raped by a fellow soldier than to be killed in combat. Thirty two percent of women in the U.S. military have been sexually assaulted, and eighty percent have been uh, sexually harassed. Uh, twenty in twenty twelve, the Pentagon survey said that there were approximately twenty six thousand uh, men and women were assaulted that year. Uh, that's an insane number inside yeah. the military. So think about it. it's an institution that's supposed to like bring order and you know to people's lives. Who necessarily a lot of people join the military to become better people mm-hmm. and to get you know get their life together sometimes you don't like you're 18 and yeah. you don't have good footing like maybe your parents were fucking crazy and kicked you out mm-hmm. um maybe you you don't have any money you want to see the world you just want to better yourself somehow i think the military is it is a good thing for some people oh, they I, need I, to do it i mean the military i, I have such mixed emotions about it because yeah. i hate war mm-hmm. right now we're at war with eight different countries yeah you know and i'm pretty sure there's no reason for any of it not really at war but we have soldiers there fighting every day not to mention countless special forces missions in other countries especially in africa trying to take out boko haram and shit like that you know so we are all over the place and if we're at like basically war with eight different countries i can't even name them off the top of my head that's crazy yeah, you know, this we shouldn't be. This is this is worse than it's been since I want to say World War Two. Yeah, and we're it's not like in Vietnam we were losing more people, but now but the casualties we're causing are catastrophic right now. Uh, back to what I was saying about that uh, 2012 Pentagon survey: uh, 26,000 uh, men and women uh, claimed to be insulted that year. Um, not just that, only uh, 5,334 were actually officially reported. Yeah. And then 484 of those went to trial, and only 376 of those resulted in convictions. Wow. Can you imagine 5,000 people coming forward, <coughs> and then only 400 out of 5,000 actually goes to trial? Yeah. And then 26,000 is the number of that actually happening to. Jeez. So it is like that for. To go from 26,000 to 376 is just mind-boggling that that this is what's happening inside of what is supposed to be the most sophisticated, powerful military on Earth. Yeah. Lord knows what happens in other countries. Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, it, to, in, I imagine that it's it's worse, but who knows? Maybe it's better. Maybe maybe it's another, in other ones, they're, they're treated better because we are, we, we are aggressive. We mm. are taught, you know, they are taught order to kill and you're just it's so much testosterone and aggression in these situations and you're surrounded it's almost like voluntary jail in a way yeah when you sign up for the military uh and not like it's you're going into boot camp 
and you just you're not allowed to do anything you're allowed to leave every once in a while and go out for a couple days you're only allowed to see your family like two times a year i mean it's really hard it's really hard and they do crazy shit to you like um they lock you in a trailer and then spray tear gas in the trailer so to like get you used to tear gas yes and then you leave and you're just like all fucked up you know well they do that to cops as well they do that to cops yeah that's if that's why like a lot of specifically women have mace, but yeah. I'm like, if you were a former cop or a former like in the military, mm-hmm. um, that's just not going to work. And I, I also just I, I want to before we go any further, I want to stress that uh, I have never been in the military. Amber has never been in the military. No. We uh, we are this is like an outsider's point of view. Uh, I I feel for people in the military. I love our soldiers mm-hmm. more than anything. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you do. I have friends that are soldiers. I I know the freaking chairman. You know, and it's it, it's just it hurts to know that these things exist in our uh, in our armed forces. Uh, Absolutely and- nothing but respect for the military. Yeah, but it, I mean, the, you are definitely, as a woman, more likely to get raped than to be killed or even shot in most cases. Yeah. I And usually it's done by, the rape is done by a superior. Mm-hmm. So who are you going to report it to? You're going to report the rape to your rapist? Yeah. That's why most of them never even go to trial. Yeah, and um, and a lot of times what they do with the um, with the women who report these things is that they just discharge them from the military. Uh, I had a friend who's discharged. Call it in, involuntary discharge. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and they are just removed from the situation instead of dealing with it. And then that guy is just back out there. Yeah, he's doing it. A friend of mine got discharged um, after she got pregnant from her rapist. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And There's she many the stories like that. Yeah, she carried the child. It was like a single mother. And mm. then she was like working at some like Long John Silvers. Isn't that but crazy? It is crazy. It is crazy. But, you know... I. Horrible devil's advocate. You can't be pregnant in the military. Can't be pregnant in the military. You know, I mean, yeah. you're gonna, you're not gonna go through nine months of training on an army, uh, nine months of uh, baby making. Up no, can you imagine base. like going down on the ground and like what do you call it when you like get on the ground? And you like scoot, scoot, scoot. <laughs> I think that's right. I think yeah. you nailed it on the head. Another <laughs> <laughs> fucking baby in there. And um, another investigation uh, said that one in five uh, women in the Air Force have been assaulted. One in five, which is, you know, that's a lot. And that's the Air Force. Twenty percent. Aren't that's they the, like the pussies? I mean, <laughs> in the Air Force, the pussies. I think you're thinking of the Coast Guard. Oh, <laughs> the uh, man, we're gonna get in trouble oh. for this. I feel so bad. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, it is. It is hard to really attack something that I'm not a part of and that that I'm a complete outsider of. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to feel like I'm attacking the military. I'm more of attacking the the way they deal with their problems. Yeah. And it's not the soldiers. Like, I feel like when you are... I think bad behavior breeds bad behavior. And when you don't punish the bad behavior and it's just going to continue... And I think that if you people, if they do not punish the people who do the incidents, uh, they're just going to come home and continue that bad behavior. Yeah. And so we're breeding people into insanity. And we're going to go deeper into the mental health of soldiers. It is really bad. I mean, they're like a lot of them are like fucked up. They just hear gunshots, and I mean it that'll never, be later on. It never goes away. It never goes away. And then you go see a woman in your boot camp, and you're like, I must take her. You well, know, and not just that. I mean, you're just looking for any sort of comfort. Yeah. You know, and like, and it just turns bad. Yeah. Because you know, not everybody wants to give comfort. <laughs> you know, and like, and like, whether it be just like, like there was a woman who was dealing with, uh, dealing dealing with this, and she, her report was she would. Uh, she would get late night calls for from her from her officer to to come at like three a.m. to come to his barracks and and just and, and clean his and clean his and clean his bathroom and shit like that. And then he'd be sitting there jerking off, watching her do it. Oh my god! She'd come home from uh, working out and uh, and then he'd be laying in her bed and she'd report it and no one would listen. Oh. You know, and uh, the, the you know the, that story and more is in the Invisible War. And the thing that I learned today is that it's not just women. 
it's a lot. Men also get sexually assaulted in oh, the yeah. military. Yeah. Almost like jail. And gay men get assaulted by straight men a uh. lot. Just almost as punishment for being gay, which is one thing that I read today that was just incredibly troubling. That's so sad, man. It is. Fuck. It is. Yeah, no. So there really is no way to like. Do it. I mean, these are people that want to like support this country. They want to like keep us being free. Mm-hmm. They want me to like eat at Chipotle and take an Uber home and like be a happy, stupid, fat, smiling American. They're like helping me live that life. And that's. It's so sad that they really had to give up so much. Yeah. And you got to think about what we're actually fighting over and what we're doing. I mean, right now, uh, I would say that no war that we're at is really truly necessary. You know, I I like, yeah, fight. Yeah. But we're pulling out of Syria, Mm. which is the capital of ISIS, you know. And so so if we're pulling out of there, what are we even what? Who are we fighting? Why are we still in Iraq? You know, I mean, obviously ISIS is there, but like, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq are, you know, we should have never entered there. We created ISIS. You know, ISIS is a result of us just bombing. And, bomb, bomb. And like drone bombing. And and the civilian casualties that have been happening overseas uh, at America's hands are astronomical. And we also took out Saddam Hussein. Who yeah, we took of, out lots of people. But who, like, who, I think, you we know. We took out Gaddafi. We took out bin Laden. We took yeah. out Saddam Hussein. But when Saddam Hussein was there, there wasn't these other, like, small, like, he was the powerhouse. And I remember yeah. him <clears throat> when I lived in Saudi. I remember his face mm-hmm. and his voice and everything about him before I even knew. He was just, like, the first thing I remember. Mm-hmm. So you just wouldn't even dare go yeah. against him and we took him out and then like now there's all these like small groups coming up well, he's terrifying dude he was. I was watching um they have footage of when he became uh i don't, I don't know what a president or whatever of iraq when he was in charge uh dictator uh they were there was a, a giant conference room it was almost like a it almost looked like a church basement and there was people in there and he went on stage and he had a long list of names and he read the names, and when every time he read a name, three soldiers walked over to that person, pulled him up, and dragged him outside. And you heard gunshots, and sh- they shot him. Whoa! And it was, and he just went down the fucking list. And he, that was the day he was he was brought into power. And that's what and you could find this video. It is not. It is. I saw it on A and E. It is crazy. And it's just then you see other people standing up, swearing allegiance to Saddam Hussein in the middle because they don't want to get fucking shot. Oh man, you know it's, that's like roll call in hell. <laughs> it is, it is, it's exactly what it is. You can also see him getting hanged too. I saw that it happened on Christmas. Oh, I remember. There it is. Yeah, you can see that, and, uh, and that, also- that person got hung who uh, took the video. Really? Oh yeah! Holy oh. shit! Oh hell yeah! Oh my god! My brother saw him get hanged in the military. Oh, he was there? He was there. He said, I saw him get hung. Oh, my God. I know. It's wild. There's also a conspiracy theory that whenever Saddam Hussein was hung, hanged, he went through a uh, stargate and is now a um, <laughs> leader on a foreign planet. Oh, well, there you go. There I, you go. He does look like it's a member of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one conspiracy I'm like, I kind of hope is true. Mm-hmm. The new year means new resolutions, and we've got one you've already been working on twice every day. It's your oral health, and with Quip Electric Toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. The Quip's guiding features are like a built-in support system for better brushing. Did you know up to 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes or don't clean evenly? I know I haven't been the best brusher. So Quip built in a two-minute timer. Those geniuses. I love you, boys. The Quip pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and it helps you to clean your whole mouth evenly. Another way we don't treat our mouths right is many of us brush too hard or use electric toothbrushes that are too abrasive. So Quip pack their toothbrush with sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. I have sensitive gums. It's true. I I wish they weren't so emotional, but what are you going to do? They love sad movies. Plus... There's no wires, there's no clunky charger, and it runs for three months on a single charge. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. 
They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I like the vibrations because I know they're faster than my hands could ever be. It's like a tiny masseuse for my teeth. I feel like the future is in my mouth when I'm using a Quip. That's why I love Quip and why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash brighter side right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighter side. Ooh, I love my electric toothbrush. What do you think of the military? You ever think about signing up or anything like that? Well, I'm too old to do it now. No, I know. When you were younger. Um, Yeah. When I was younger, I thought about it. I got a lot of ads for it, you know, yeah. uh, specifically catered to me. And I think because I was just like all sad and didn't know what to do. Yeah. But I, 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 I like it. I, I thought even of doing it. I think it offers a lot of um, discipline, self-discipline yeah. that I just didn't have when I was younger. You know, you get up at a certain time, you make your fucking bed, you eat this, you go out and you work out and, you know, you, you just, um, I don't know, follow. I'm really bad at making beds. I yeah. almost joined the military. And I, I remember uh, that was my biggest fear. <laughs> I was like, making the bed? I was like, I don't think I can make my bed. No. Nope. You know, but uh, the I almost signed up after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a year, see where this all pans out. And then I'm, I'm going to see what's going on. And then I took a year and I was like, all right. I had nothing going on in my life. I just dropped out of college. Oh. I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. And then another, and then like my best friend in the world back then, uh, Corey Dansu, she made me, uh, she made me promise that I would wait one more year before making that decision because there was no hurry. I was, you know, twenty. Yeah. And so there was no rush at that point. And uh, and then during that year, I I uh, found Murder Fist and comedy and became friends with uh, Henry and Holden and all them. And, wow. And then I was like, oh, I love doing this. And then I realized that you know, once I started doing more art, the violence kind of left my heart. You know, I got rid of my guns. You know, it was like it was like a big transformative year for me. And I'm very and I, I got to say, thank God for Corey. Yeah. Because I don't know what I would have done. You could have been a general. I could see you being a general. I mean, I don't know if cane. I had to, I would have gotten killed. I'm yeah. too, you know, I, I'm too nice. It's, <laughs> yeah, a bunch been, of kids with bombs strapped to their chest would have run up to you and you'd have been uh, like, oh, kids, and they'd just blown up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um. and then when I hear stories of my good buddy who was a Marine and what he came home with and he is you know he's got ptsd we talked to him once on the show before you can go back and listen to that episode uh he uh you know he he would talk about just killed a lot of people Mm. and it's and it's weird because you think about you know these are people who we interact with on a daily basis uh not that you know not that they're different but they are because once you take someone's life you change you change and it's also like, how do you tell that kind of person who's taken lives to like not rape? You know yeah. what I mean? How do you tell them to wait in line at the deli counter? Yeah, you know, like it's like it's like they've you know they've been through the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. There is nothing worse than combat, you know. And it is you watch you watch your friends die, you watch innocent people die, you watch women and children die, and you watch buildings explode, and you watch you. Sometimes you see yourself explode and you make it through. I, I, I met this this wonderful fella. He's in bumping mics, Israel Del Toro. Uh, he's in the Air Force. Uh, he was going. He was driving, and uh, they ran over a landmine, and now eighty percent of his body is completely torched. Yeah, no, he's got. He's only got like two fingers out of ten. Uh, just like little, you know, he's in the and he's just got and he's disfigured. He looks like you know, like Freddy Krueger, like, and it's and he lives the rest of his life like that. But he's a good man. He's mm-hmm. he's not your normal. He's he's used it t- to you know for better, better to for better for better himself because he's smart and he's you know and he's got a good sensibility on it. But not every person is like him. I feel like I couldn't do that. 
Like if I eighty percent of me was torched, I think I'd just be a huge bitch. He's just retiring from the military now. He went back and gave ten more years of service. Ten more years as a torch? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, how does he do it with only two fingers? Well, no, he's like an instructor, and oh, like okay, you okay. know, like you know, he's not he's not fighting anymore. Yeah, it's like what is it? The trigger finger? You know? <laughs> he's a wonderful man. <laughs> <laughs> Can he finger well, bang somebody? No. Yes. Yes. He's he has a, he is, his porno name that he calls himself is Burnt Dickler. Oh, yes. <laughs> I bet he does get laid, though. I mean, there were, uh, uh, you know, he, he seemed, ladies at the bar seemed to uh, want to talk to him. Oh, yeah, because he's like, oh, he served our country. And they're like, oh, I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. His and, dick is a lightsaber. His dick's a light- <laughs> uh, and a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, do you think what would happen? I mean, what do you think uh, as far as if you were in the military and something happened, would you speak up or would I speak up or not? Yeah, I know it's kind of a heavy question to ask. Oh but. my gosh, I think I might just like quit the military. No, it's happened. not really an option. You can't. No, you sign a contract. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> You can't just like walk out of boot camp. And no, be like, that's called AWOL. And they, oh. put you in, they put you in jail. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, so I got right at I'm going to jail? Yeah, Holy so shit. So you either got to keep quiet or you report it and you get end up getting hazed by your fellow, by other people in your platoon, unless you're lucky enough and other people stick up for you, which happens sometimes, I'm sure, but does yeah. not happen every time. Or And you go through years of trial. Man. Trying to take down someone who did this to you. I tell you And then I'm- at the end of it, what usually happens is they let the person go mm-hmm. and they discharge you and they and you're and you're out of the military. Yeah, and you get fucked over. And you get fucked over and then you're going through this PTSD and when you're involuntary involuntarily discharged, I'm pretty sure you do not receive any the benefits you deserve. No. It's, you're just like out there in the world. You have to get a job at Target. You're like, yeah. I killed people. And you put your whole fucking life into the military. Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says. You know, if you, whether you were in combat or not in combat, when you come back, it's, you're different. Yeah. You know, you, you go in there and they change you. Mm-hmm. Boot camp changes you. And then being in the military changes you. And then when you come back and join uh, normal society with civilians, you know, and you got an HR department, you know, it's not the same. And I got to say that most people I've met from the military are very well-adjusted, good people. But you don't sneak up on them. No, certainly not. (laughs) I fucking beat the shit out of you. They trade killing machines. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and, you know, I'm not, you know, you should not be scared of anyone who went through this. But they should be treated better than you would treat other people, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, they've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. And then um, that it is intense. Um, Brighter side, Amber. Of being raped in the military? No, let's find a nicer way to say it. First of all, it's sexual assault in the military. Mm -hmm. And uh, my brighter side, which was wrong, was uh, that it's getting better and apparently it's not. Uh, so I will say that, uh, if I had to like dig deep and think about a brighter side for this, um, you go first. (laughs) Well, the brighter side is more people are coming out about it. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, that's, it's, that's, it's not really a brighter side. I mean, it's a little bit of a brighter side, but you know, when it's, you know, more people coming out about it. it's gonna. I think it will have to get better, but I think that if we realize like how bad our soldiers are treating each other, mm-hmm. maybe we will treat our soldiers a little better. Yeah. See, the thing is, though, once you start being softer on your soldiers, do they become worse soldiers? Yeah, they become all fat and lazy. I don't think that's. I mean, I don't think those days are ahead of us. <laughs> you know, but I mean, they in in the seventies. I mean, in uh, in Nam, you know, they used to. You know, they let him get hammered all the time, you know, smoke weed and shit like that. You know, now, I mean, it's, it's so strict. Very you know, strict. I imagine, and, and they say that um, the marijuana is actually a good, uh, something nice for 
the soldiers. Oh, yeah. I send uh, joints to my friend. Won't say his name, but he was in the military, and that, like, helps with his PTSD or whatever. I'd send him through the mail. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I just put lots of, like, stamps on it, and I have no return address. Man. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, good for you for helping that poor fellow out. Thank you. Yes. Um, now, uh, is there any anything else you want to say about this subject? I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, uh, I think that if you are out there and you know someone who is dealing with this, uh, please urge them to report it. Because I think every time you report it, it will lead to it happening less. Yeah, it just like shakes the tree a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's complete hell. Because the thing is... You know, once you, it's because I understand not reporting it. Yeah. Because you don't want to deal with it. Because you're going to get fucked again. You know, you're just going to leave. Yeah, no, all that, and you just got to deal with it for more years. You just want to put the bad incident behind you. Yeah. But, you know, just know that, you know, a lot of the times a person, uh, it's, they're mostly repeat offenders. Fuck. Yeah, I know. There is no brighter side to this. Amber, this was your choice I know. to talk about this. It was my choice. I just wanted to kind of raise awareness on it. You know what I mean? But I, you know, I tell you what. Cut your hands off and glue some knives and your stubs, and then just fucking kill. There you go. Yeah. There you go. See, Amber, you did it. <laughs> you found a brighter side. Okay. Um, now here, uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, we'll, pretty soon, we're going to talk about um, uh, another deep issue, which is even uh, a, a, maybe even uh, arguably a little darker. Uh, I don't know. They're both rape you live with. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I wanted to, I have, uh, I wrote this thing and I didn't know where to put it. And so I just kind of wanted to do it on the show. And I felt like today would be a good time to. Great. P.S. I have not heard this thing. You have not heard this. It's just no. like me. It's a, a message to Barack Obama. It's a, uh, it's a, 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 just a thought process I had that I had to get down on paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to share it with everybody. And uh, Barack Obama, if you're listening, uh, thank you for listening to the show. And I mean, no disrespect. Barack, you're cooler than Denzel Washington smoking a blunt with Snoop Dogg of the Kentucky Derby. You're so cool, in fact, that we kind of forgot to keep you in check. You quietly did more fucked up shit than Billy Zane at the end of Titanic. The crazy thing is, no matter what evil shit you're responsible for, I still rather have dinner with you than any other president because I know there's a chance I might get to meet Bruce Springsteen or Oprah. Let's go over some highlights. You killed thousands in overseas drone strikes, deported roughly 2.5 million people from America, and spied on more Americans using the NSA than any other president in history. But as long as you kept playing March Madness, hanging out with the Carters, and putting out Spotify playlists, we didn't see to give a shit. You were as closed-minded as you were open-minded. On the border, they called you the deporter-in-chief. But in the bedroom, Michelle called you the supporter of queefs. Hmm. Little joke. Uh, It is estimated that uh, you killed over 600 civilians in your overseas drone strikes. That's more dead innocent people than Oklahoma City, Columbine, Charles Manson, and O.J. Simpson times three. Uh, I'm going to repeat that one. It is estimated that Barack Obama killed over 600 civilians in overseas drone strikes. It's more dead people and more dead innocent people than Oklahoma City, Columbine, Charles Manson, O.J. Simpson times three. Uh, hey, remember when you were supposed to get the Supreme Court justice appointed, but you failed to get that done? Now our new dipshit in chief has put two has put in a religious a religious fanatic and a rapist that's against abortion is in there, and our country is being turned into a goddamn RoboCop sequel. Hey, listen, if you're uh, I know you're an amazing man, and maybe what I'm saying seems a little harsh, but here's the thing: you may have you may be done sitting in the Oval Office, but your job is far from done. Your legacy is being destroyed one unread bill at a time. Even the places you used to call home are fucked. Chicago's a police state bullet farm. People in, o- in a Hawaii are poor and suicide rate is rising. And King Koopa's riding on Air Force One. So get a fire lit under your ass. Go be mayor of Chicago, governor of Hawaii. Stick a turtle shell up Trump's ass. But I can't take seeing another picture of you on a yacht with Forrest Gump instead of trying to save our goddamn lives. But don't worry, I'm sure the ice caps will melt and drown, us, and drown us all before we even get a chance to murder each other. So fuck it, let's all go to Monaco. Yay! That's, I like that. You like that? I agree with it. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, it felt <laughs> dirty writing. I don't know. It is dirty because he was a cool president, but was, a lot of people died and were deported. He and, did a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah, and he kind and he got a major pass. 
Uh, also, the Guantanamo Bay happened, and he was like totally chill with it. Uh, oh, yeah, torture. Yeah, just waterboarding people. No, yeah, well, that started under Bush, but uh, oh, well. he didn't really stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Claimed he did, but, you know. All right, so now we're going to move on to uh, suicide in the military. Mm. Uh, 22 veterans commit suicide a day. A day? 22 veterans commit suicide every day. 14 out of those 22 commit suicide are not receiving VA care. Uh, so they were like dishonorably discharged or they were just older or, or just not going or just not going. Right. You know, not going, not getting looked in on stuff like that. Um, males, uh, the suicide rate of males, uh, male veterans is 19% higher than uh, civilians and uh, females. Uh, the suicide rate amongst veterans is a, uh, 150 times higher than uh, than civilians. Wow. Uh, is um, Probably because they were raped and told to shut up about it and then kicked out. Yeah, uh, it's, it's you're, you see hell and then you bury it and some people don't get out of it. No. Some people have stronger minds than other people and can just live past it and move past it. I wouldn't it. say stronger, but that's a weird word. It's a weird word. I guess um can, can block out shit better. Yeah. You know, but uh you know it, or able to find love easier and mm. or just like honestly a lot of times when you're in the military fucking shit goes down and you get concussed. And you get you get head injuries that yeah. lead to like CTE and shit like that, and it, and it happens. And not to mention, you're fighting each other all the time during training. You're beating the shit out of each other. You're falling off stuff. You know, it's not they are they are getting abused at every step of the way. Hey guys, this episode of the Brighter Side is brought to you by Robinhood. Yeah, Robinhood. I've got it myself, and um, this app, and I love it. It makes me feel confident and smart, and I like doing research. You know, it makes my brain big, and I'm into it. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Cryptos, it's like cryptocurrency. Robinhood wants to make financial services work for everyone. People like you and me, not just the wealthy. And let me tell you what, I'm an idiot. One time I had to Google, when is Christmas? Robinhood offers a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers like myself to invest for the first time or the 100th time with true confidence. When Robinhood gave me some stocks to try out their app and web platform, I was really happy to see that they designed everything to make trading and finding out more about companies easy and intuitive. It's very easy. It's all just like right there. And you can just click on a thing and it leads you to a website and you can read all about it. And boy, oh boy, does your brain get big. There are tons of easy to understand charts and market data. As I build my portfolio, I found myself learning how to invest step by step. It's super easy for me to find new stocks and track favorite companies with my personalized news feed. I can even search through their stock collections on their web platform. With collections like 100 Most Popular and curated categories like female CEOs, it's easy for me to find new companies I'm interested in. It's a breeze to view the analyst ratings of the buy, hold, sell for every stock, and you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. And while other more traditional brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at brighterside.robinhood.com. That's brighterside.robinhood.com. A lot of vets, uh, the guns... Uh, vets are offered guns a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they 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 have lots of guns in their house. They have you know they usually lock them up because you know if you're going to sell a gun to anybody, you you want to give it to a vet. But uh, th- I found out one of the things that's very interesting is uh, they all have like kind of like sponsors, mm. like alcoholic sponsors, mm-hmm. where. They, if they're feeling depressed, they give the key to their gun vault. Wow! To their sponsors, and uh, and they and they won't let them back till they're like can prove that they're in a better place. Yeah. And like a lot of times, it's their wife 
or their husband mm -hmm. or it's or it's just like one of their old buddies Damn. but you know that's it's told it's you know it's to limit uh quick decisions because a lot of people just like if because a gun is the quickest way to kill yourself and you just take pick one up pull the trigger and it's done yeah whereas like poisoning yourself you almost got to think about it a little more or uh hanging yourself you got to like set it all up and Make shit like that yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. but like a gun you just pick it up and end it mm -hmm. you know so it's it's why it's, it's to limit quick decisions also um I'll, I'll bring this up again there is a, a veterans crisis line that's uh 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 um call um if, if you are a vet or know a vet that is going through problems um i will say that i also learned that this hotline is not great mm. uh, a lot of they, they're, they're just like kill yourself no they're overwhelmed oh no they're overworked and overwhelmed with uh depressed veterans and a lot of times the specialists who care for the veterans uh are dealing with other veterans and so the calls get backed up rerouted Oh, no. To other people who aren't trained. Well, put them on the phone sex hotline. Well, a lot of times they're not, the, the people who aren't trained aren't even available wow. and they're like told to leave a message. <gasps> yeah. Oh, man. It's fucking. It's I say you reroute it to the phone sex hotline and they get free <laughs> minutes. If you're a vet and you're thinking about killing yourself, go talk to Becky Ann with the big tits. I mean, it does help. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a lot of times vets are looking for psychiatrists and uh, at the VA because the VA is overwhelmed with all of this. Mm -hmm. The VA uh, is good. The idea of the VA is good. You just need more people. They, um, they, but they are not, their follow through has not been the best. Oh. I will say um, a lot of times when vets show up looking for a psychiatrist, um, they're assigned physician's assistants to talk to. Uh, which are not trained in mental health repair. They're basically a doctor's assistant, like a normal doctor, mm. not a mental care. You know, that's who they're told to talk to. Oh, no. And it, you're just getting, they're getting pushed along into the wrong directions. Um, Reach Vet is a new program that reaches out to uh, depressed veterans, uh, people who have... Uh, talked to uh, a psychiatrist and, and shown how uh, sadness and shown depression. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they do this. It's a, it's a service where uh, they just straight up just start calling veterans. And oh. this is a new, it's a new service. It's called reach vet. Uh, if you are a depressed veteran, please uh, reach out to reach vet. And they, they call over a thousand vets a week just to check in on them, talk to doing? them. Cause a lot of them, once you get older, I mean the main suicide happens between 17 and 39 but it still happens with the elderly oh, it's so sad when an older person kills themselves world war ii korea yeah vietnam and a lot of and it, it, it also shows that uh it doesn't necessarily limit itself to combat veterans a lot of people who were not in combat also have high suicide rates oh really just like the technicians mm -hmm. and um there is a um, there's been in Stars and Stripes, it's a military uh, newspaper, mm -hmm. uh, reported that in uh, 2018, the VA, this is an example of what the VA is, what's going on with the VA, um, <clears throat> left over uh, $5 million uh, unused to battle uh, veteran suicide in 2018. And then there was also another report uh, that showed that they had uh, put, a, put aside $6.2 million to raise awareness on uh, on ads and uh, for TV ads and mm -hmm. for radio ads and stuff like that mm -hmm. to raise raise awareness and show people and that only of that six point two million dollars only fifty seven thousand of it was spent. Get the fuck out! And the rest of it just wasn't even used. Somebody got a swimming pool at their house. I think it just wasn't used. Really? I think it just straight up wasn't done. The it's work wasn't done, and and they used to do it more. But the thing is, for the first time in a very long time, uh, in 2018, we didn't reach our recruitment. Uh, our recruitment, uh, and so it's not helping recruitment. 
if you're putting a bunch of ads on TV saying that soldiers are committing suicide. Oh, right. And so if you start putting out ads, and who sees these ads? Not the kids, the moms. Yeah. And so the moms are going to tell, aren't going to, it's going to be another reason they don't want their kids to join the military is because of the suicide, of the crippling suicide rate. 22 a day. I can't stress that enough. It is an ungodly amount. Some people report 20. Some people report 22. I say, who gives a shit? That's one a day is a fucking Too much. disaster. They served our country. What are they doing? Yeah. I would rather, if I was a mom, I'd rather my kid be an improv comedian than go into the military. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> you go do zip, zap, zaps, baby. Um, like I said, the army recruitment is uh, is down. Uh, they wanted, Their goal for this year was to get 76,500 new recruits. And they got uh, less than seventy thousand. Yeah, people just don't want to sign up. Yeah, I mean, well, it's who would? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Yeah, and uh, it's it's. I would never talk anyone into doing it. Um, this is, and I I feel uh, bad talking about all of this mm-hmm. because I love the work I did with the USO. I truly love the USO. It's one of my favorite charity organizations. The USO is. Um, Independent, by the way, it's mm-hmm. not owned by the government. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, I don't want to not get asked back because of this. Yeah. But I got a feeling uh, I'll never be asked back. No. The, uh, I have a feeling you will be. I think that they could said- find this in two seconds and find out that they don't want me back. Oh. Because you know, when I was over there, I mean, it was intense. I was talking to people who just straight up killing people every day. What? You know, outside of Mosul in Iraq on Christmas. On and, Christmas, killing people. Well, they were had the day off. Oh, okay. But but it was you know you, when you're in Mosul and you're talking to these people, you don't real you know you 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 see that I've never dealt with anything. The yeah. sadness I've had, you know, the you know what makes me cry, you know what I you know the shit I've gone through is nothing compared to that. Compared to the, compared to the, what they what they do on a daily basis. What was the Christmas meal? I mean, it was delicious. Oh, yeah? Oh, I pictured like a can of tuna being cracked open. Oh, no, no, no. There was a bunch of turkey and roast beef and mashed potatoes. And, oh. and it was uh, it was me and the chef and the chairman were, were uh, dishing out the food for everyone. And then we went and ate with the soldiers and talked to them for a while. That's nice. And I talked to two um, young men. Uh, this might get me in trouble, but whatever. Uh, I talked to two young men who were in charge of the internet. Uh, he, he, they're in charge of making sure that the base in Mosul got all the internet that they needed. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, so I'm sitting there talking with Chris. I'm like, you guys, you know, tell me about your family. Tell me about home. I just want to hear it. You know, like whatever you guys want to talk about. And, you know, just, it's all about you, you know. And then, you know, I'll make a couple jokes here and there or whatever. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, so, and they're like, yeah, we've been doing this. We deal with the, we deal with the internet. And then, uh, and then uh, my, my, my uh, contract is up in a little while. I was like, oh, you're going to resign? They're like, I don't know. You know, it's, you know, I'm here. I did it. And I'm like, do you want to? And they're just they're like, well, you know, I, you know, I don't want to leave anyone behind. I was just like, hey, man, you did your duty. Yeah. You know, you did it. You're here. You're in the shit. Like this fucking, this used to be an airport. I was like, we're sitting on a big pile of mud. You know, I'm like, this used to be an airport. It has been bombed and destroyed, and this is where you fucking sleep for a year. I was like, "You did it, man. You don't does you don't owe this country anything else anymore." And I think that's a lot. I think a lot of these young kids are pressured into signing back up. Yeah. When they when it comes down to it, especially these guys, I'm like, "You are it. You are you are you are you are." You can get a job anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. I was like, you leave here and you go get and you go to move to New York City and you go to major corporations and you say, I'm an IT man who gave the internet to the army in Iraq. I'm like, you are fucking hired with benefits and a 401k out the gate. I promise you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's they have to remember that there is a life for them back home. And a lot of times they're talked out of it. Because yeah. recruitment is low. Recruitment is low. It's also harder to train new people. They already know the thing. All right. Um, I'm going to just go, give a couple more facts, and then we'll look for a brighter side. I have a couple. Um, uh, soldiers are 
straight up killing themselves in VA parking lots because they're because they're not getting treated at the VA properly and they want to raise awareness. And there were 12 in Missouri alone last year. Get the fuck Just out. in Missouri. Soldiers killing themselves in parking lots. They It happens so often, they have a name for it. It's called parking lot deaths. What? They, find, they regularly find soldiers dead in their cars in the parking lot of VA places from either shooting themselves, taking pills, or like trying to commit suicide in the parking lots from not getting medical attention that they need and deserve. Um, they're not, the VA isn't always able to get the soldiers their medication on time. A lot of times they say it's going to come in two weeks and it takes up to four months. Um, uh, from July uh, 2017 to April 2018, there were no permanent national director for suicide prevention in the Army. No one took the job. No, no one, no one worked. No one was in charge of this. Wow, nobody wants that job. I bet. Of course, because it's a lose. You can't win. Yeah, everyone's just like, like so sad all day. This is a number. The twenty-two a day. Like this isn't a new thing. No. This is like seven years old, and it has stayed consistent all the way through. This is this has been going on forever. Um, the VA sometimes refuses emergency mental health requests. Like if someone shows up saying, I'm crazy, I'm going to do something crazy, the VA will refuse them because it's not a medical emergency. Um, most suicides occur within three years after service. Um, and from 2001, this is me reiterating that this isn't a new problem. From 2001 to 2014, suicide amongst female veterans uh, who did not use the VA increased 98%. Uh, women do not feel welcome at the VA. Uh, that it is it has been said by many women who are soldiers uh, veterans uh, they uh, and, it, and I am of the opinion that they need their own facility uh, a lot have been abused while in the military and do not want to get in that situation again and don't want to go back to a place that is dominated by men yeah which is understandable they did their time they deserve special treatment have at a this female point. VA center yeah there's yeah. no reason not to there's no, there's no reason not to. It's a different. They have different problems. Uh, once again, uh, if you are a veteran in crisis, thank you for everything you've done. Um, I, I'm really sorry if I spoke out of turn at any point in this show. I have nothing but respect for every person in the military. Um, I love you with all my heart, uh, truly. Uh, I, I don't know how else to say that. Um, if you are having problems, I know that it doesn't always work, but the uh, crisis line number is one 800 273-8255 um, go see help if you are a veteran and you are fine seek help just just do it uh, talk to someone uh, you could talk to your friends you could talk to your family but they don't get it no you know they you know they can only offer so much help you know i i don't as much as it sounds like i might get it i don't fucking get it i don't fucking get it when my brother came home from afghanistan i mean he was changed changed person and i tried talking to him and he was just like i can't talk to you yeah you know and he's right what am i gonna be like listening to his stories about he literally said the kids would run up to you and you you can't hug them or you have to like back 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 because they have bombs yes that's i mean you now you're like scared of kids that's crazy it's insane what they what they're put through mm -hmm. and uh and it's and we shouldn't be there in the first place and it's not this isn't world war ii they didn't attack us they didn't fucking, you know, they didn't start a war with us. This has gone on. 9-11 was in 2001. It's 2019. We have not figured this out. This is the longest war in our history. We need to, It needs to end. We need to figure out whatever peace we need to make with this. This is a war fought for corporations, for oil, and for money and greed. This is not to better the American society. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, um love you guys um brighter side i mean brighter side just just hug a veteran yeah just be nice to him just go out and do anything nice if you meet someone who's in the military and don't make a big fucking deal out of it either no, no. they do that all people do that a lot you don't treat them like they're babies just just talk to them and be nice get them a gift basket though everyone yeah. loves gift baskets everyone loves gift baskets and they love them over there honestly i kept seeing that 
when I was over there. There'd just be pile, boxes of just like Old Spice and whatever. Send your canned goods. Send your shit that you don't need. They need it over there. They're at fucking war. Um, that's it. That's it. Something happy next time, Amber. Okay, we'll do something happy. Uh, all, right, all right. We'll find out the results of our stupid Oscars thing. I can't believe we're going to put that in the beginning of this. <laughs> but, you know, there has to be something funny in our fucking comedy show. Um, check yeah. us out on Instagram. Uh, Amber's doing such a good job with that. Brighter Side at L- at Brighter Side LPN. Um, love you guys. This has been a Cynics Look at Optimism. Listen to all the other shows on the last podcast network. Every one of them is so great. I just checked out an episode of uh, Story Must Be Told. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, that's it. You anything you want to see? You want to say before we close this uh, piggy party out? I got nothing in my life. You got nothing in your life? Yeah. Well, that sounds like another problem. We'll get to the bottom of. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, happy holidays. Good luck through this winter, and uh, just be good to yourself and be good to others. Taking us out is "Suicide Is Painless" by uh, Mash. <laughs> the Mash, the Mash theme song. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.